This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's see if we can check back in with Coach Hamilton here. Joins us in the Orion Fuels and Downstairs Convenience Stores guest line. Coach, you hear us all right? Yes, I am. I can, I'm here, and I can hear you guys very well. Excellent. Always good to talk to you, Coach. And, uh, you know, I, I, I mention this every time that we have you on every couple years or so. You're one of my favorite coaches to talk to because, you know, it, it brings me back to there's a nostalgia factor for me, Coach, because, you know, I'm a kid going to Miami Arena and watching you, you coach the Hurricanes basketball. See, I think of you as the Canes basketball coach, but at this point – You've been at FSU almost double the amount of time that you were at Miami. So, I mean, it, it, does it seem like forever ago that you were the Canes basketball coach? Well, the reason it feel it seemed like uh, it was a long, a long time ago, and you associate with me with the Canes because you don't ever call and have me on. <laughs> see, and see, that's you, you're not familiar enough with me. I've been here eighteen, going on eighteen years. I know. Years, I know. And you guys, you guys definitely. With you, it's out of sight, out of mind. So oh, you got to do. A, you have to do a better job of getting me uh, reacquainted to the to your show, so at least you won't forget uh, about the the period that I was there, and you would associate me more now with what I've been doing for the last 17, 18 years. I know. We got to do a better job. I know. Yeah, that's a good Coach, point, you're Zazo. right. Coach, you are right. Uh, now, it coaches uh, his FSU basketball team won last night. They're having a terrific season, okay? They have some big wins this year against Florida, against Tennessee. They're 8-10 and 10 right now. Uh, you're here this weekend. You're taking on South Florida Orange Bowl Classic. It's at noon at BB&T Center. Uh, tell me a little bit about your club this year, Coach. Well, first I'd like you know thank the Orange Bowl Orange Bowl committee for putting on this college basketball event in South Florida. I don't think they get enough credit for for the sacrifices they make and the, the contribution that they're making to college basketball in that area and in the state of Florida. So we we excited about coming and participating in that tournament. I mean, in that classic uh, South Florida is you know another state school and University of Florida participates. I think it's a fun day there. Uh, our team, uh, you know, we lost six players last year uh, to, to the NBA and graduation and international basketball. And so we're we in the development stages. I think we have potential to develop to, into a pretty good basketball team. Uh, we've had some early season success, and we've stomped our toe a couple of times at Pittsburgh on the road and at University of Indiana. Uh, so we still – the cake's still in the oven, so to speak. Uh, we still – we still are baking. Uh, we have some good pieces, and I think before too long uh, we're going to be a pretty good basketball team. But as we approach the game on Saturday, this is an important opportunity for us to be on a neutral court playing against a good team that uh, I think they went really deep into the NIT last year. They won over 20-some games, one of the best seasons that they've had at school in, in a number of years. and They're well coached, and they, they present a, a tremendous opportunity for us to 
to play against some really good competition and hopefully continue to keep getting better. It's a good showcase for you guys, obviously, to have a game here in South Florida that helps with recruiting and all of that. Can you can you explain to us a little bit how different is it recruiting kids these days than, you know, I guess we go back 20, 25, 30 years ago. What's What's the biggest difference? Well, I actually think that when you look around the country, you have good basketball players on just about every team. I'm always amazed when I play against uh, some maybe un, some schools out of the Power Five area, and I look and I say, "Man, that kid could really, really play and help my team." Even though maybe they might be in a maybe a, a, a not so big of a basketball conference type situation. Uh, last night we played against North Florida, and they actually shot the living lights out of it. They had two or three guys on their team that I would love to have on my team. So there are basketball players everywhere. We all know that South Florida is a fertile ground for, for athletes in all sports, baseball, basketball, um, tennis, uh, you know, golf, uh, football. Uh, this is You have a, a, high, a, a large population. A lot of kids play a lot of outdoor sports, uh, swimming and, and, and included. Uh, so, so it's always good to be able to come back in the area and get exposed to uh, a high volume of, of potential recruits. How about when it comes to connecting with the kid these days, Coach? You, uh, you know, do you still have as easy a time, uh, you know, connecting with these seventeen, eighteen, nineteen-year-olds? Well, we we don't seem to have a problem at all. Especially at Florida State, we are a national brand. We have kids on our team from all over the world. Uh, a lot of it's evaluating. Uh, you try to evaluate youngsters in relation to the things that you think are important. You know, we like high-character kids who are good student-athletes who have the ability uh, that will allow themselves to be coached and developed. So, you know, I think we've been very fortunate. The school has been tremendously supportive. Uh, I have a great staff. Coach Jones, who was with me at Miami and uh, for many, many years, been around. We went together about 22, 23 years Um uh, Charlton Young, who's really a uh, Miami Carroll City a guy, uh, who's on my staff. He does a tremendous job uh, there from South Florida, and I, I keep that South Florida connection. Now we got Coach Leonard Hamilton here with us again. You got Orange Bowl Classic this Saturday noon, BB&T Center. You got FSU. They're taking on South Florida in the second uh, half of the doubleheader. There you got Florida and you got Utah State. Now look, FSU. You guys have had lottery picks, okay, a couple years ago. Jonathan Isaac, lottery, Orlando Magic. But how 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 difficult is recruiting for you, Coach? When we're talking about if you get a great kid, and you want to get great kids, of course, but if you get a great kid. He may leave after one year as opposed to trying to get those kids who could be solid in your program for three or four years. How do you weigh those decisions? Well, when I look at that, I, I think that's a uh, uh, a phenomenal of, 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 uh, that the sports talking heads and newspaper reporters have blown all out of proportion. You only have 450 NBA jobs. There are only 40 of them come available every year. You got 7,000 kids playing college basketball. So if 10 or 15 of them leave a year, what what? That's not making a real dent in the basketball. But those 10 get so much publicity that you think everybody is one and done. Everybody's going to school one or two years. When in reality, there's only about 30 or 40 jobs become available in the entire NBA every year and lot 
a percentage of them are going to four-year guys, a percentage of them are going to European guys. So but at the end of the day, you have 15 or 20 kids who maybe now, but it's created such a sensation that you, we, last year we had about 65 or 70 kids who kept their name in the draft who who didn't even get drafted. Now they're out of school with no education, and no opportunity to go back to college, playing professional ball, and then in five or six, seven years, you know, they're married with two or three kids. They've had a cup of coffee in Europe. They have no degree. Or they, they're not in school. And what are they doing with the rest of their lives? I just think that, you know, we have so much conversation going on about it that we've glorified something that really, really doesn't exist. But but we, we, we make uh, the, the Zon Williams gets all the attention of the world, but you only have 10 of them a year. And I think kids should have an opportunity to realize their dreams and chase their goals if that's what they want to do. But in reality, most of the guys need to graduate and get their degrees. That's a good point, Coach. we got Coach Leonard Hamilton joining us here. Uh, again, FSU this weekend, BB&T Center, Orange Bowl Classic. Uh, tell me a little bit, uh, as far as you as a coach is concerned, uh, how how have you changed over the years? Maybe you haven't changed at all, uh, you know. but I'm assuming that you, you get better every single year, just like kids. What's the biggest difference that you can tell yourself as a coach from years past? Well, I think that you you have to realize that the the challenge that the social media brings to it, uh, the distractions that youngsters uh, go through in terms of of uh, just the uh, unnecessary attention that 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 kids get now. Yep. Uh, and 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 so what we have to do, we just try to be honest, and we try to recruit guys uh, that res- that that uh, uh, respect what we do, how we do it. Uh, we try to have a culture that's conducive to learning and developing. You realize you're taking teenagers and you, you're urging them into young adulthood, and so you have to. You have to. It's not all about basketball. It's not all about winning. A lot of it is that about the development of an individual, and so we take that seriously. Ho- hopefully, along the way, our kids graduate, get their degrees, and we can win enough basketball games to keep our people, keep everybody happy. But we just try to try to be respectful to the process. Take youngsters, help them grow, help them develop. And in reality, you don't really, really, truly evaluate us to the job that we've done until five or six years after they've left us. We hopefully that you know we can keep that, that scorecard uh, winning in that column. Coach, what do you make of the way the NBA has changed, where it's become everybody shooting the threes? You got guys who are seven feet who pull up on on fast breaks and they'll shoot the threes. Is there is there a trickle down effect with the NCAA? Do you ever have to tell the kids when they come to your program, hey, listen, we're not all Steph Curry. That's that's not the way we're going to play here. Well, one of the reasons why those four hundred jobs are available because they call them professional athletes. And they did a cream of the top, a cream of the crop. <clears throat> Most of the youngsters don't have that level of ability. Uh, there's a analytic uh, position that a lot of NBA people are taking, where you shoot threes, you you make layups, and and you uh, <clears throat> and you uh, hit free throws. Yep. Well, I, I have not quite graduated to that point yet. I think two point shots is is just as important to me. Uh, I think there are other components. Maybe I will down the road, uh, but. We haven't found that our youngsters have totally bought into playing anything other than the way we have to play with the talent we have so we can be put ourselves in the best position to win. It has not become a distraction with us. I think a lot of guys have admirations of wanting to go and become an NBA player, but I think realistically everyone knows there's not that many opportunities 
uh, available. Some guys mistakenly put more emphasis on trying to get to the league than than maybe they should. But I think you you don't ever want to hold anybody back from chasing their dreams. You just got to try to give them enough information so they make the right decisions. Great job as always, Coach. Love talking to you. Orange Bowl Classic this Saturday. I miss those Miami Arena days, Coach. You miss those Miami Arena days? Well, listen, let's talk about them sometime so you can invite me on your show. Okay. At some time other than when we just having an Orange Bowl Classic down there. Hey, yep. look, I'm not, hard to, I'm not hard to find, okay? Coach, love catching up with you. Thanks a lot. All right, buddy. All right, that's Coach Leonard Hamilton right there. And as you can tell, we are buddies. Best friends. I, I love talking to him. He is great. Uh, and again, that that's You're so nostalgic. Oh, I, I really I am. Just tell you, you're oh, like a I little really kid. Am. I just let you go. Yep. I yep. Mean. yep. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.